0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. salatu ala Allah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi أجمعين Ramadan Mubarak to each and every one of you and your families. We've been asking Allah for so long. Allahumma ballighna Ramadan. Oh Allah help us to reach Ramadan, help us to reach Ramadan, help us to reach Ramadan so we can take advantage of it and and you know harvest as many good deeds as we can, harvest as many fruits as we possibly can. And we ask Allah to bless our efforts, to accept our efforts, to overlook our shortcomings. And we thank Allah for allowing us and helping us to reach this point. We haven't reached this point except for the fact that Allah has enabled us to reach this point. And we thank, we thank Him for this blessing and for all of the blessings that He's given us, those that were aware of and those that were uh, unaware of. Walhamdulillahi in terms of the uh, the the topic for the, the Hatara series for this Ramadan, each night my intention, my plan is uh, to touch upon something from the life of our beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So think of them as sira bites, right? It's not an entire meal, it's not an entire plate of food, it's definite, it's definitely not the entire you know, amazing five-star buffet that the seerah of the Prophet really is in terms of soul food for each and every one of us, sallallahu But each night we just want to take something, chew on it for a little, digest it, think about it, reflect on it, and hopefully act on it if we can, as best we can. And we ask Allah for tawfiq, amni rabbil alameen. So the, the first thing, the first thing that I want to touch on is actually as you would probably expect before the time of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa Because the the story of the Prophet ﷺ is definitely, most definitely not in a vacuum. It's not an isolated story and it was only something relevant to those people at that time. It's highly relevant to each and every one of us. However, many centuries after that, may Allah make us from among them. But in order for us to really put it in perspective, we also have to look at before the time of the Prophet. ﷺ. And I want to start by mentioning a really incredible dua. When you really think about this and you reflect on it, it's, it, it really shakes your heart, subhanAllah. If we want to to understand more about the Prophet, then we have to go many generations before him, going back to, you could say, our father, Prophet Ibrahim. We find in Surah Al-Baqarah, Prophet Ibrahim specifically regarding the people of Mecca, you find him, and this is Khalilullah. right? Allah tells us in in Surah Al-Nisa that Allah took Prophet Ibrahim as a Khalil. As a Khalil, as, as this, this really, really extremely close, intimate friend. So, th- this isn't just anyone. This is Khalilullah. This is Prophet Ibrahim. He asks Allah. He asks Allah to, to, to provide these people, the people of Mecca, with a messenger from among themselves. So, he asks Allah to provide them with a messenger from among themselves. They know him and he knows them. That saves a lot of time. And you look at the life of the prophet he was living among them for 40 years for 40 years before before, before he received iqra for 40 years they knew him very well very closely they nicknamed him as sadiq al-amin the truthful the trustworthy sallallahu alaihi wasallam you know michael jordan his nickname is air jordan right lebron james king james the nickname of the prophet As-Sadiq al-amin sallallahu alaihi wasallam he imagined he never ever lied in his life, ever. He never even came close to it. To the point, they nicknamed him that. The truthful, the trustworthy. Prophet Abraham, والسلام, he asks Allah for four things. He asks Allah to, pro, to send these people to provide them with a messenger from among themselves. Rabbana minhum. And then the, the second thing he mentions, so that this messenger can teach them your book and teach them al-hikmah, to teach them wisdom, wa yuzakkihim, and to purify them. Zakah is not just purification, it also has to do with growth. And the reality is, both are perfectly true. When we give our zakah, we're simultaneously purifying our wealth, and it's also going to result in an increase in our wealth. Right? So, so both are simultaneously true. So he asks Allah for one, two, three, and four, to send them a messenger from among themselves. Uh, who will teach them Al-Kitab, who will teach them the book, who will teach them scripture, who will teach them Al-Hikmah, who will teach them wisdom. And one explanation of this is the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And then the fourth thing he mentions, وَيُزَكِّهِمْ And so he may purify them. And that pu- process of purification will also result in a, a situation of increase for them. He's asking Allah for, for... And the Prophet would tell us that he's the answer to his father's du'a, to Prophet Ibrahim's du'a alayhi Now th- this is, this is the, 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 the nectar that we want to take away from this incredible fruit, subhanAllah. He's asking Allah for something huge, for something very significant. Until now, until now, there are ripples of positivity, of light from the legacy of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi The greatest person to ever walk the face of the earth was a product of that du'a from his ancestor. So Prophet Ibrahim he's asking Allah and I mention this because during this month of Ramadan we want to ask Allah and ask Allah and ask Allah and sometimes we think to ourselves I feel shy asking Allah I've already asked for so much but the prophet taught us that Allah loves it when we ask him and the more we ask Allah the more Allah loves it but with people it's different the more you ask people then you know the more they kind of you know they, they become bothered it's human nature but the point is with Allah it's different He asked Allah for something huge. And we find the response to this beautiful du'a. And you notice something something prophetic here. This deep concern for those to come after him. The main purpose of this masjid is not for me or for you, it's for our kids and their kids and their kids Be idhnillah For hopefully many generations to come. And that this is something prophetic to be deeply concerned about coming generations. Not just here and now, but to have the foresight and the vision to see far past this day and age. We find the response to this beautiful dua in Surah Al-Jum'ah. And you notice something a little bit different. And this is the, 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 some of the beauty that we find in the nuance and the subtleties of the Qur'an. right? When, when Allah swears by the placement of the stars, and then after that Allah says, in Nahu al Qur'anum kareem. Right? This, this one understanding of this, Right? It's not just about the stars in the sky, but the stars of the ayat within the Qur'an. And over time, you notice patterns and, and constellations. So you have one ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah, in chapter 2, and then you have the response to that in Surah Al-Jum'ah, right? Which is, which is Surah 62. So 60 surahs later, if you go in chronological order, from, from beginning to end. Allah gives us the answer. هو <laughs> عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمْهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ SubhanAllah So Allah mentions, so Allah responds Allah says, excuse me, going back to the dua in Surah Al-Baqarah uh, Prophet Ibrahim asks Allah to send them a messenger who will recite his ayat to him That's a very important part that I actually forgot unfortunately In the response Allah says that Allah sent a messenger from among them to recite his ayat to them So this is one but then you find a slight difference. Prophet Ibrahim asked Allah for one, two, three, four. But in Allah's response, Allah said one, four, two, three. When Prophet Ibrahim asked Allah for four things, zakihim was item number four. Allah took item number four and placed it in, in, as item number two. وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ what, what, what's, what's the gem that we find in this? Prophet Ibrahim Prophet asked Allah for something huge, something, something amazing, something magnanimous, something great. And Allah responded with something even greater, subhanAllah. He asked Allah for something and Allah took that dua and actually upgraded it very slightly. Allah rearranged it into a different order, into a better order, you could say, and Allah knows best. So the point is for us, for us to ask Allah, and to ask Allah, and to ask Allah, and we may think to ourselves that, but we've made so many mistakes. Even then Allah tells us, He knows about our mistakes. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ And even then he's still forgiving and merciful, forgiving and merciful, forgiving and merciful. Tonight is a night where we turn a new page in our relationship with Allah. If someone is already doing good, then the niyyah, the intention can be to do a little bit better. And if someone has been struggling, living a very different lifestyle, caught up in the streets, caught up in one thing or another, make tonight the night where you make the intention, right, to turn a new page and to start small To ask Allah for forgiveness and to ask Allah for something big and something big and something big. We ask Allah to guide all of us and forgive us. We ask Allah to accept our efforts. We ask Allah to help us to connect with this beautiful Qur'an. And we ask Allah to help us to connect with the legacy of our beloved Prophet wasallam. We ask Allah for that. We ask Allah to guide all of us, to forgive all of us. And we ask Allah to open doors of positivity, of Iman and Taqwa for each and every one of us and for our loved ones, for our friends, and for our family members. rabbil wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> rabbil